uh, well, listen, welcome, uh, you know, Wells again and, and uh, Trayvon and uh, Drew to the huddle. Appreciate everybody that tuned in last week for uh, Coach Jason Hart from USC. It was an awesome episode. Learned a ton about his story. He had uh, a ton of awesome things to say. So if you haven't checked that out, that's on our LinkedIn page. Um, but let's jump in, man. Let's, uh, I'm just going to kick it to you guys. Give a brief uh, intro of who you are, what you do, and then, uh, you know, we'll get into the bubble of life. But uh, Wells, we'll start with you. Oh, all right. Um, I'm Wells. Hi. Um, in LA, work in marketing and also as a DJ. Uh, I'm a basketball and sports junkie. Um, and I don't know what else to say. I like shoes. Yeah. I like sneakers and music. Perfect. Drew, what's up? Uh, my name is Drew Ruiz. I'm your friendly neighborhood Mexican. Um, <laughs> you know, I just like, I like to have fun, as you can tell. You know, like Well said, I love basketball, I love sneakers. Um, I'm tied into, you know, the basketball space work-wise. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is just who I am. What you see is what you get. Love it. Love Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Uh, I'm Trevon Edwards. Uh, I'm a podcaster yes, for The Athletic. Um, former teacher. Uh, I like shoes like these guys. I kind of like basketball. <laughs> I, um, I like sneakers. And my favorite hobby is to sleep. It's a good hobby. What did you use to teach? Uh, general studies, elementary level. Very cool. I was a teacher for six years. Nice. That's amazing. Cool. Teachers are the best. Professional, I'm a professional uh, tweeter. A professional. <laughs> hey, you do remind me on Twitter every day to drink my water, so thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. See, we're on the we're on the same page. But um, I mean, the reason that you all are here is we got to talk about our favorite thing to talk about right now, which is the NBA and WNBA bubble. But um, the NBA bubble life account just took off and. You know, none of us knew at the time that it was you all behind the account. So give us a brief rundown. Um, I don't know who wants to start. Like, how did this account come to life? Um, go ahead, Trey. Yeah, go ahead. Just, uh, <laughs> just say elders first. Oh. Yeah, give it to our elders. Oh, that's funny. I look younger than, I look younger than all y'all. I'm 29. Hey, you see these jeans, baby? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Uh, long story short, uh, we got a group chat called Wealth, and it's just pretty much trolling Wells because um, he's rich. because well, he's just rich, you know. But um, Nick uh, came up with an idea, obviously, uh, like with starting an account. And Drew had already started an account, Nostalgia Comp. Is Nostalgia and Company or what, Co? Nostalgia Co. Nostalgia Co, it's right? Like a side project, yeah. But it's like, you know, just in general, he just like really loves the culture and just tapped in. So we're thinking like, hey, this is a cool idea to throw to Drew. Well, Drew, he ain't feeling it. He ain't just like, bro, I'm not really trying, cause that's like a job, you know, that's the thing. When you're pulling, when you're doing that type of content, you don't really want to just do it. So Drew wasn't really feeling it initially. And oh, this is 10 p.m. at night, by the way, on a Thursday night. And we're just randomly still up, just shooting the shit. And he says, nah, I don't know. So we all was like, yo, we'll help. And when he heard that we had help, he was more interested in it. But we were all kind of just kind of paying attention anyway. And we start throwing ideas. And if, when the first video went up to J.R. Smell, it was gold. Like, we're just dying. Like, yo, this fool. So we uploaded. <laughs> and when we uploaded it, we probably stayed up 
three more hours, Friday, 1 a.m. We found a couple more videos, guys just getting settled into their rooms, kind of getting a gist of like the packets, the welcome packets on the bed, just different things, just the unboxing stuff. And we just, the last one fired off. We woke up in the morning and it got like, just hit legs. So that's we, how quickly it happened. It was overnight. Oh, yeah, it was literally like overnight. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. A lot of people have con like have like social media accounts, and it's hard to crack a thousand. Sometimes it's been people oh, been on ten years. Telling, I need help. Help me out. <laughs> so, so we're there, and we see like, okay, two thousand. I'm not gonna go too crazy about it. I'm just trying to like see what's going on, and you know, obviously Drew works in social and. You know, Wells has his account. He's went viral a couple of times. And Nick also uh, works on social too, like doing some stuff. And I do stuff too. So we weren't really going crazy about 2000 by the morning. But by day two, day three, we're at like 20000 mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, this is, I don't know what what's happening, but we own to something, right? And we had a buddy, Jeff Attila, shout out to Jeff, uh, says, yo, we're going to hit 50. So I'm like, I mean, that's not a goal, but cool. We was at 50 by like, well, it was like 47.4 at the end of that night. Yeah. Just rolling. Yeah. We got like, yeah. we got like. I don't too much. I'm going to let them chime in. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we got over 20,000 uh, followers within 24 hours. Like, I mean, they just can't. Like, yeah. We were like, what is going on? And it's pure, it's all organic. You all know? organic. It was nothing. Yeah, it was yeah. nothing like. We didn't ask anybody to put. We weren't thirsty. Place. You know what I'm saying? For the first I did, third, I did third person one time. I was like, yeah. yo, y'all need to check out yeah. this. Account. I just started following it. And it was early. Like, I did that like six, like, it was like the 2,000 followers. And then yeah. I doubled down one more time at like 11.1. .1, and that was it. And I left it alone. But it was so cool because with us working in shifts, no one can tell it was us. Yep. You know, because we're tweeting too. So it's not like, there's no way like Drew's uploading something, Wells is uploading something, Trace uploading something. You know what I mean? So it just was like really organic. But Drew can explain uh, the tweet style emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't use emojis <laughs> like that. I, I, I use them control. <laughs> I think after like 30 some years old, you can't really use them like that. But Drew, Drew taught us emoji, uh, the emoji dictionary. Wow, Drew. <laughs> You're so nah, talented. No. Um, I think, you know, the funny thing about it was, like, we were we were anonymous with it, right? So it was, like, everybody was, man, who, who the hell is behind this account? You know, it might be, like, some little white boy in the Midwest that's behind it. And I think that was the funny thing. So... You know, if you if you follow me on Twitter and like social media, just being a journalist, you know my my I got I'm so punctual. Like everything has to look good, everything, you know, periods here, everything. So it was kind of like people are gonna know it's me. So we gotta do something different. And I feel, you know, a lot of people at brands, you know, they kinda liked they're like this first person style where like they like to tweet in lowercase and like all quirky and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that in a sense that could be corny depending on who you ask, but it's not going to give away our identities right now. So I was like, all right, look, we'll just do it like this. We'll do like first name, last name, player, whatever, add an emoji and then add him or her. Cause we launched a WNBA bubble life too at the end. So I was like, that'll just be the flow of it. So like you can go on the page and you'll, you'll see all these tweets and like, you don't know which one's which. Like you could, you can't, you probably can't say like, oh, this is probably Drew. This is probably Trey. This is Wales. This is Nick. 
Um, so, I mean, that was just a tweet style of it. So, I mean, it's not nothing really, you know, like crazy, but we just wanted to remain anonymous. So what, what made you change from wanting to be anonymous to New York Times? Shout out. So, right now I'm, I'm very, I have a good post on timing, right? And the season was getting ready to start. Now we were going to hold out as much as possible, right? And I'm just like, no, it's not going to cut it. We got to do it now. And so we're like, all right, we're going to set up all these interviews and knock them all out. And then we're going to agree to all these outlets that they're going to roll it out at a certain time. So everybody was supposed to roll it out at 10 a.m. Tuesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, right? So 7 a.m. West Coast. Well, New York Times prematurely rolled it out. And I'm furious. I'm <laughs> furious. Tight. Like, I'm like, like flipping, like damn near flipping my laptop and stuff because I'm just like, he just, just mucked it up. But it worked in our favor because we got to debut the picture. And then also we got to put our own twist on our own narratives. So everybody individually had the chance to explain their part, their role, um, and create another story. But then also the other stories start rolling out. So you got a little life behind it even more. And I think once the reveal came out, everybody was receptive. The thing is, is that we're so di such a diverse group. It's hard to complain, you know, to say like, oh, they're using the culture or this and that, or they don't understand. Oh, yeah, you got two black dudes, a Mexican and a white dude. <laughs> and, you know, you can, get, you can get it all from everybody, you know what I mean? But also we're, we know basketball. So it's yeah. not like, you know, we just trying to get famous or nothing. It was like, like I said, it was a passion project. It was something that we're all having fun with for friends and, and like, in order to make this work, because again, you have to think about it. You're getting all this love, everybody's following, you're getting all this attention, and one person can slip up and say, hey, you know, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, and, and, our, and, and a good thing about these guys is that they're great team players as far as being egoless. When nobody really cared about being the front man, you know what I mean? Even when we did interviews, it's like, yo, go ahead. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're not we're not really tripping off of like who does an interview or who doesn't. You know what I mean? Like it was more so like this is a group effort. We're gonna celebrate this as a team, you know. And we've continued to keep that going. You know, obviously we're still getting content. I think we're at one thirty two, one hundred thirty two thousand right now, um, since since the reveal. And you know, it, it's 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 been fun. You know what I mean? Especially you know us being LA guys, um, being LA Times, being covered in local news. Yeah. Um, like I said, Forbes is cool um new york times is cool as well but like la was perfect for me um especially my mom being able to see that drew you know drew's very prideful mexican guy getting it all you know I mean? that's his thing now i don't i, I, I say some spanish right now drew <laughs> but, but it's, been, it's been fun overall like like i said i wouldn't do it with nobody else um you know again it, it's something that we've been sharing with each other I anyway think that's what's refreshing would you say you broke up no i said i think that's what's refreshing like that it's just you all who are friends that it's like this is content that you would be consuming otherwise or be talking yeah. about so doing it together is cool and you know like we always talk about and share our feelings about you know this social media culture that we live in right now and sometimes like you know, NBA Twitter, there's people in there that it's like, are you really connected to basketball? Do you know it? So the fact that it's coming from you all, I think is amazing. And 
you know, I love the content. So a question I have is like, how do you guys, like, do you just pull all this from the players' um, profiles? Like, how do you get all the content and who's responsible for that? Kind of a group effort. Um, mm -hmm. we, but, you know, pretty much every, everything you see, we talk about. So we'll, so somebody, whoever sees something, you know, throws it in the chat. Like, what do you guys think of it? We'll come up with a caption and then get it up. So, you know, like Trey was saying, like the, the ego is part of it makes it work because it does, you know, if somebody, if, we, if we're all in agreement, like, ah, we don't know about that, maybe not, but then something else, you know, might be better and we'll get it up. Um, you know, so it's just whoever sees it first, you know, but that's pretty much how yeah. we get it all out, yeah. And do any, like a lot of players follow the account. Does, mm -hmm. is anybody sending you all stuff now? <laughs> <laughs> Not exclusively, yeah, but really. um, yeah, but no, I mean, it's good to have the players, uh, you know, support. It's good mm -hmm. to see like they're having fun with us, you know, like the, uh, the uh, JJ Reddick, you know, shotgun situation was like the most organic thing you could put, you know, Drew fired off like how many retweets for, um, you know, for you to shotgun a beer. And then it went from, what do you, 10,000, right? Yeah, yeah. it was 10,000. And, and nobody thought like, oh, okay, well, you know, they'll get 10,000. We got 10,000 like in a matter of hours. So, you know, it's just having the energy behind, um, you know, behind the tweets and the timing, like Trey was saying, you know, makes it all successful. Definitely. So no other bubble insiders. This is all just you guys working together and seeing uh, what you do. No. That's, and I think that's what the dope part about it is that people, when, when we did the reveal, I, I believe it gave the account more legitimacy because people were like, oh, okay, it's these guys. Like, they know what they're talking about, right? But then also they're just like, okay, are y'all there? Because <laughs> everything is so quick, you know, and, and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's good. Yo, by the way, you guys all just briefly met my dad because he signed. Yeah, I saw him pop up. He, you just signed, up, he signed, up, he signed in as my account from the computer at his house. I just texted him like, yo, do not sign in. You're gonna kick up. What up, dad? Yeah, unbelievable. I'm like, is that, that can't be real. Um, so I, uh, I wanted to ask what, what happens if the bubble continues? You know, what, what happens if this is the reality for next year? I mean, is this, uh, just going to turn into full-time jobs for you Are you guys going to be in the bubble next year covering it like what does this look like i don't know man um i mean if it continues to go on like that's cool because we won't ditch the page just yet mm -hmm. you know i think it's not going to be like once the bubble's over you know i'm gonna take over the page because it has 130,000 followers and that's going to be my page like no that's still going to be dedicated to the bubble so if it comes back you know just fire it up um, but the way, you know, with the NBA, you just, you just don't know. Right. And like, I think if they do a bubble, cool. If there's an opportunity for us to like go to the bubble, like off of all this, I mean, <laughs> that's funny in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pulling up. like we're going, yeah, of course I'm pulling up too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, I guess the cool thing about it is like, you don't really know what's going to happen. So we're just like taking it day by day to tell you the truth. And it's just, it's not, it's not taking a, it's not taking away from the fact that we're also doing a charity shirt from mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? I think every, everybody I speak to, I try to tell them like, Hey, you know, it's cool that me and my friends are getting all this notoriety to tell you the truth, but you got to understand it's, it, there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the world. You know, we, we all know with, with the pandemic, we know with the social injustices and stuff like that. And I'm in a sense, a part of me is, uh, 
back. It's glad that basketball's back, but I mean, it's bigger than that. We just wanted to shed positivity. So the charity shirt is going to be good. I'm excited for the rollout on that, and it'll be great. And now, is, but it's not available yet. We can't tell people where to go get it yet. Uh, not yet. Okay. As of right now, uh, since like like Drew said, we're perfectionists at this point. We had a design. We like it. Design. So we're working on it. Um, and we want it to be right, and we wanted to make sure that I'll actually wear it. You know, like that's the thing. Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't just throw something on it and and you know say, "Hey, Wells, what do you think about this?" You know what? Let's just get it out there, just to get it out there. No, because at the end of the day, we're gonna look back at this the same way we look at these newspaper articles and say mm-hmm. that was a cool thing that we did. But now we actually have something to represent. You can wear that shirt at all the time, you know. Yes. And that goes for anybody that's that 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 actually you know decides to donate or, or purchase one of the shirts. It's gonna be saying like, remember 2020 when the bubble like that was a crazy time. But I got merch to show. It's like a concert tee. So yeah. Um, and then and it and it'll go to like a good cause. It's the uh, the black nurses in Central Florida, so. Oh, wow, nice. That's amazing. That's well, awesome. we're excited for that. We will support for sure. Yeah, let us know. Um, Thank you. you know, I, all the content's hilarious. I think what I love as somebody who works in the content space with athletes is like, this is the rawest form of just seeing them as human beings and all the videos and photos that you all have shown has captured that. So what's been like one of your favorite moments or things that you all have posted like has there been a favorite content piece or something that one of the players have done that you've really loved um personally probably uh Hassan Whiteside and his like date <laughs> there his 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 internet the other day um you know him discovering the the Mickey ear uh in bed mm-hmm. um you know like those guys who are just like they're not, they're just, they're just being themselves. And yeah. you know, I think the bubble has, um, you know, a lot of these guys have great personalities, but they've, they've just been cast in the light of like basketball players. But now, you know, they were just like one of us for two weeks while they were quarantining before the game started. So, you know, I think we, we got some, uh, some, some epic footage of, you know, of guys, those first couple of, those first 10 days, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mine is, I think, mine is just being able to, like, play a small part in getting NBA guys to shotgun beers. I think no. that's, like, <laughs> that's just funny in itself because, like, the opportunity was just, it, like, the window was very small, and I'm glad that I was on at the time I was on. So, like, I mean, if you know me, you know, these guys know me on a personal level, Dom as well. Like, I'm just, I have fun, you know? So, it was kind of, like, spur of the moment like I'm gonna fire it off like worse that can happen is he doesn't respond so when JJ Reddit respond it was kind of like oh 10k that's it all right bro get ready and I think it was cool because like he he went through it right like he did the shotgun and stuff and then it just opened up the floodgates right Myers Leonard and this is NBA guys in general they're they're competitive you know so it's Myers Leonard comes out and crowns himself king of the bubble then Jordan Clark is like oh yeah and then it's like this whole thing thing so I think that was probably I mean it was funny and it, it, it was just funny just to see like something that you did is on tv and like you know I'm at the house watching this and I'm just like wow yeah. like I'm really like everybody knows I'm I'm for sure a troll now oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me let's say white side man and he's become very likable in this in this bubble I will say um you know I, I never seen his personality side and 
you know, I just kind of watched him from from a player perspective. So he's actually hilarious. I mean, I don't have any specific moment. I think just him in general, just him just like really laughable. Um, yeah. I really like to see guys going on the night bike rides. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool because it's super random. Like Donovan Mitchell always has like a random soundtrack. So like, I'm just kind of like, you know, like why is he listening to that out of all songs? Just riding the bike with it. Um, man, you can go down the line. So much content in the bubble, and you know, uh, doing. I, I really enjoy doing the WNBA stuff, though. Yeah, that's that's been a fun for me because you know they, for one, share so much stuff that I be have to pass on because it'd be the same players. I'd be like, you know, what? I can't do this. Like I'm gonna just go through another one, but. Um, they've been pretty cool in the wobble because they got yeah. townhouses. It's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah. We yeah. got to give them their flowers, though. Like, we'll talk about, I mean, the social justice, um, you know, messaging and just everything that both the WNBA and NBA is doing. But I love seeing the support of the NBA players for the W. Like, they, I think them playing like this specifically, um, you know, there's not always a ton of eyes on the WNBA, but I feel like there are more now, and I love seeing that the NBA players are supporting that too. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, they're all all professionals at the end of the day. So, Absolutely. You know, supporting supporting your people, and uh, you know, I feel like it's it's just been you know more highlighted now. But you know, most of the guys have been super supportive before the the bubble even started. You know, so now it's just since the yep. spotlight is you know over Orlando, um, you know, it's just more just more eyes on it, you know. I loved, I loved the, uh, how viral the orange hoodie went, all the guys were rocking it. Like that was like a whole, a whole movement in itself. Yeah. Of the support that you've seen from both sides, which is. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, it's for, I feel like the, it's, it's just a continuance of, you know, when Kobe wore it the first time, when Kobe wore it, it kind of gave it some, you know, oh damn, what's that? And then, you know, and then once the NBA guys started wearing the bubble, it became the biggest, selling thing on fanatics you know for a couple of days um yep. you know now everybody wants an orange hoodie yep yep i know um drew i know you me- i know you gotta go but uh before you get out of here i know you mentioned it um there's a ton going on everybody in the world right now everybody's stressed out how has this account helped uh you know manage that almost as like an escape maybe but like how how has that been for you guys i think for me most importantly it was kind of like you know, going through the whole job situation, I kind of took a step back on social media. Um, didn't really feel the need for me to be online. Uh, and I just, I just needed like a detox. Like I needed yeah. a detox just for myself. Um, so when I was kind of getting back into social media, like that's when the, the George Floyd stuff uh, happened. And it was tough because like I saw the video one time and I, I could only see it one time just because it was that, it was that sad, you know? So I was taking social media in like micro doses, but it was just, it was everything on the timeline. And it it just like hurt to like go on Twitter, go on Facebook, go on Instagram. So, you know, when we launched this, it was positivity, you know, cause it was kind of like, oh, you know, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And I think the response, like the guys have been saying, it's been great. You know, we've been getting DMs, hey, you know, my wife and I look forward to this when we come home. Like, hey, I'm going through this. Like, we, we had one, and I'm not going to put, you know, his business out there. But he was like, you know what? This is, this has really helped me get through. And it was kind of like, like, damn. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had, fellas, like, we we have something. And I think it's, it took me a while to, like, really understand that. But 
to, to see the response and to see that people like it and people enjoy it and people want more of it. I mean, as long as it's there, we're going to continue to like blast it out. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear about people reaching out and, and saying that it's been helpful. That's big time. You need just content that like cheers you up and makes you laugh right now. Which yeah. Yeah. Definitely fulfills all those needs. Um, and before we talk about basketball, which the play has been amazing. I'm like watching this Portland Dallas game mm -hmm. um, in the background, but like just touching on the bubble in general. I mean, there's been recently no COVID cases. There's efficient testing. The facilities are good. You know, it's incredible basketball. Like it's working. And yeah. could any other league really pull this off? Like the NBA? I mean, we're seeing the problems that MLB is having. That's what's been just absolutely incredible to me it's like this is really working and running efficiently <laughs> yeah it's it's working because they stuck to it they had a plan right and so when you have a plan oh you got a bounce through all right yep i'll see um, you guys thank okay. you thank you so you know when you have when you have a plan and you know you gotta put your hat off to adam silver for pivoting and saying you know people are like a bubble ah, that's not gonna this is what we're gonna do and this is how we're gonna do it and this is the way it's gonna be and it's worked, um, you know, and I think that other sports are looking at it from a sense of um, not holding their players down, right? And, you know, looking at it, I'm pretty sure from a CBA uh, negotiation part of like, well, if you're going to put the guys in a bubble, then they need to get X amount of concessions down the line or whatever. The NBA was just like, no, this is what, what we're going to do. If you want to opt out, opt out, cool. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in the other sports, um, the issue, like baseball, um, I'm pretty sure baseball is going to end up going to a bubble once they get to the postseason. Uh, they have to. Um, and I think the NFL is in trouble and college football, we see what's happening with, with that. But if you want to have guaranteed success, this is the only way, right? Because you control who's in and who's out. You control, you know, uh, the, you know, the games, the games are, you know, no fans. Media is even farther back. Um, so you don't run the risk, but you know, a lot of the, the sport, like, especially football is kind of disappointing because they have the biggest head start. Oh my God. You know, the NBA was already in season. Um, baseball was just about to start, but you know, college football and professional football had pretty much six months to get this together. And, you know, it doesn't look like they're going to, so, you know, we'll see what happens with it. But, you know, I think the NBA has kind of set the tone of, you know, if this, pandemic keeps going on this is going to be the way that's going to have to go yeah for sure yeah. What, uh, where did you guys land before this was a reality before the bubble in terms of there was a lot of discussion about hey expect you know from Kyrie and he got a lot of flack for it but like is this the right decision there are more important things going on right now should we just focus on that um where did you land did you think we should have an NBA season we shouldn't and we should focus on way more important things where, where did you guys land on that and then how, how do you think the social justice messages have been going the names on the jerseys like how, how do you think they've handled it so far well just working from a media perspective <clears throat> I felt like until that time gets there that's when it should be addressed um, recognizing being tone deaf you know I, I work for a media company the athletic and I felt like we shouldn't be podcasting at certain times especially during protests and all that other stuff and they were very supportive you know and they didn't give me a gag order not to like, you know, I was like, if I'm going to be on social media, I'm going to be talking about the stuff I want to be talking about. And they allowed me to do that. So kudos to them. 
Um, but when it got closer to the games, you know, I knew that, you know, the, the social injustice talk, the, the marches and everything would kind of simmer down and everybody would start talking about um, basketball being back. Um, I was aware of it. And I think that uh, it's still empty gestures. I mean, it's cool and all to see Black Lives Matter on the court, but that means nothing to me because there's people dying every day, people being arrested for nothing. There's people that have committed crimes and still deserve to live, you know? So I think that, you know, those are the real situations and that there are people out there on the field really doing these things and haven't stopped their, their life work. So um, it's, 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 um, you know, again, like I think that this gives us a, a brief, a brief stint to be happy about something and pause for a little bit, but we still have to keep the energy going with what's really going on in the world, you know? Um, but like I said, it's been a cool experience. Um, you know, I, I like the donations to certain organizations and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I think that's all you can do, but to be honest, I don't think any, any league, any sport has the real responsibility to, to accept these things. It's two different worlds, you know, it just happens to be someone's job that's displayed on, on a, on a platform, but that's not the NBA's job to try to, you know, attack police officers or whoever it may be that's actually working because, you know, in, in, in a certain situation, that's not the responsibility. It's a business, you know, now if they were promoting, you know, some, 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 uh, anti, you know, some racist stuff, then that'd be a little bit different because then it can get backlash. But most of the, like 78% of the league is African-American and they, they got behind it really good versus the stuff that was going on in the NFL a couple of seasons ago. So, um, the NFL is kind of following suit. And like Will said, I think I can't be upset with the NFL because they have 54 players plus staff. And also it's kind of hard to manage in any sport guys being able to be disciplined enough to stay in one space. NBA, you got 12 guys plus three guys sitting plus a coaching staff still light, but reasonable to house on this campus versus the NFL. So you know, and then you have to factor in the gear, the equipment that they have to wear. Like basketball players don't need much. Uniform, go ahead and shoot. You adding pads, you adding a helmet, you adding all that other stuff, it gets really it gets really tricky. And you know, you want to trust science and listen. Dr. Fauci said no. There's no, you know, what I mean, regardless, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, baseball has been paused a couple of times, but they're also not being disciplined. They're having people at their hotels, they're having, you know, they're just not respecting they're not taking the 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 right precautions to 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 have this league succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely well said. Anything else to add? Oh no, I just echo what, what Trey was saying. Like, you know, basketball, like I said, twelve guys, you can kind of manage that. And, you know, I I've said before, I think what makes it makes it easier for a lot of the basketball players to adapt is that they were just in AAU like five years ago. So it's like just yeah. being back in the same spot. So they played in that gym. They've been on that campus before. They've been in those hotels yeah. recently. So it's not like baseball or football where you have guys who are five, 10 years removed from college. It's like, I'm not going to that. You know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it, right? And, you know, just like the, the uh, pitcher from, I think it was the Indians the other day who they went to Chicago and they, he, they won the game and then he's out at the bar, you know, like with his people. And so now you have situations like that. And, you know, that's going to be the reason why 
potentially they have to, you know, make some changes uh, because, you know, like Trey was saying, like disciplining 50 dudes is tough, you know, versus, you know, having a small sample size. Yeah. Absolutely agree. That's why it, this situation, just everything involved, it's like it's it could only be pulled off, like we said, by the NBA. Yeah. Um, no doubt. Before we chat on basketball a little bit before we go, like what are our thoughts on the virtual fans? I found it really funny. I was a virtual fan for a game and it was like a small highlight <laughs> in my yeah. quarantine life. Um, but I think it's really cool. I mean, they're just this partnership that they're doing with Microsoft in general is just showing like the emphasis that the league has always had on technology. But I think it's funny um, with the cameos and things. So was interested to hear what you all thought. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's dope. I think that for the players, um, you know, looking up like Kuz was saying last night, he saw his mom and his brother uh, in the crowd. Um, you know, I think it's great for, for, for the fans, right? A lot of fans never, you know, technically get that close to a game. Um, so giving them some type of fun of like, yo, you're pretty much courtside and you're on TV for the whole entire world to see. It makes you feel like you're you know, you're at Staples or you're at Madison. Well, no, the Knicks aren't in it, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, you know, so it gives fans the opportunity to, to be a part of the game. And I'm glad that the NBA did it. Um, I know there was talk at first about there not being, uh, you know, virtual fans. They were just going to kind of play. But when you watch the game now, like when we were um, watching the first scrimmage game, we were all like, oh, damn, this is kind of nice, right? Like this, this isn't that we thought at first it was going to be like watching summer league you know, yeah. and like just empty and just nobody, you know, but it's been a great, I mean, just a, you know, great entertainment. And, you know, if you put on surround sound, it sounds like, you know, like you're at a regular basketball game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't, I mean, I thought it was corny at first, um, but I also like that, like well said, you know, like having like random guests there, but then also it's kind of like sitting courtside, you get that exclusive mm -hmm. club stuff. So like, mm -hmm you might not have been able to go to a game ever in your life. And now you get this opportunity to be featured for one. It's a double whammy. You go to the game, but you also get to be seen on TV. Mm -hmm. So yeah. whoever's watching, you can be like, Oh, I see my cousin. Or, you know, could you believe I'm sitting next to such and such as dog Myers Leonard dog was on there with glasses, yeah. like or yeah. Lil Wayne, you know what I mean? So yeah. like you never know who you're going to see. And I think it's a cool experience for people to, you know, be able to experience that because you're not knowing when we will be able to actually physically go back to an arena. Yeah. Cool experience. I loved what the Suns did today. It like kind of made me cry. Like that was just cool <laughs> because, you know, I love that the W players are able to have their kids and their families there, but I'm sure that's so tough for NBA players. So that was really just a cool touch of, you know, seeing how they're still implementing technology to make people feel like this isn't such a different experience. Right. Yeah, they had did it a couple games. This was the first time they actually did it um to show the players mm -hmm. so i don't think the players had knew um i was fortunate to do um a second screen second screen with the Suns. so i went on and talked to um well adam silver was on adam silver adam silver was on today and rex chapman as well and then before that uh leandro barbosa so i went on twice barbosa was on last week so that was pretty cool mm -hmm. and they've been doing a, a great job at getting their fans interact you know playing certain games that they would play during like a timeout mm -hmm. at home, like go find a fork. So they're like running around the house, like trying to grab a fork really quick. Something you can brush your hair with to go run to the bathroom and get a brush. Um, and then I also played a sneaker game with um, 
one of the fans and I had, and he didn't know any of the shoes. So I'm just saying them all. I think I went nine for 10. So it was pretty cool. So I just know those guys, sneakers too, just being in the locker room. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we, we can't have you guys on and not actually talk about some of the, the games and, and the funny moments. Um, Dom, you want to bring us into the first one? Yeah, I mean, the games, like we said, have been unbelievable, but some of the drama too, you know, first, Damian Lillard, um, he's been my favorite, probably him and Melo have been two of my favorite players um, throughout this, but what were your thoughts on, you know, the Dame versus Pat Bev and Paul George drama? Like, I love some good basketball drama. <laughs> um, Dame is like, Dame, I put Dame in that, in that, uh, that group of people you just leave alone. So it's like, for me, it's like Dame, Steph Curry, and Drake. Like, you just leave them dudes alone. Like, don't yep. try to come at them because when they, when they get upset and they put their mind to it, like, it's, it's, it's a wrap. Um, you know, Dame, what he said afterwards was, was all facts. He was like, look, I've sent Pat Bev home. I sent PG home last year, so I'm not sure what, you know, why they're, they're sitting over there joking and laughing or whatever. Um, you know, and I, and I think that I like it because – you know, I, I know that these guys are um, buddy, buddy, but Dame, you know, I saw a tweet. I'm not sure who said it, but Dame is like, Dame just talks to his coworkers. Like they, they're not his, his I friends. was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I like that mentality just, you know, as a, a older basketball watcher, um, you know, but at the end of the day, like if a dude sent you home until you send him home, you don't really have nothing. You can't yeah. really go back and forth with it. And, and, you know, PG, you don't want to see it escalate to where like people's girls are going at each other and sisters and all that like that, you know, that's not part of the game. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's good fun. I mean, I would hope that um, I'm not sure if they're all staying in the same hotel, but like, I can pretty sure, you know, if that's, if they start switching hotels for the playoffs, we might see them, you know, a little scuffle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm going to answer the same question. <laughs> no, yeah, we can go to the next one. That's totally fine. That's fine. Um, you want to answer it? No, no, go ahead. Ask okay. whatever. Um, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Pelicans, like specifically around – because, look, I think I have a – I actually think I'm in the minority here. I don't, – don't get mad, but I actually don't disagree how they handled Zion. Like this is not – they're not going to win at all. This is not that important. This is your billion-dollar man. This is your LeBron. So I am not in the majority here. I know everyone was like, yo, play this dude. This is absurd. Mm. I know that. But for me, this is a 15-year thing. What, what is getting the ninth, eighth-place seed in a bubble season mean? But I hear the other side. So what, where are you guys at on the Pelican-Zion? So experience, experience. experience is everything. Yeah. Because, you know, nothing's guaranteed. I mean, you yeah. can say, hey, I'll go there next year. <laughs> you might not. You might not. And it's not guaranteed that way. Um, and the fact that they're managing him like he's a 41-year-old quarterback, I don't know if I want to agree with that. But, you know, like you said, it's a long-term investment. Um, he has a lot of work to do as far as taking care of his body. He's yep. been hanged up a lot. Um, so I do understand with the injury history and, you know, obviously what they traded away to get him. Um, so I, I do sympathize with that situation. Um, kind of mad my guy, JJ Reddick's uh, streak ended. I know, you know man. But, um, you know, they, they have a lot of promise, though. They have some guys that's over there working and, and doing what they're supposed to do. If they can retain Ingram um, and, you know, they got guys like Josh Hart that's getting better each game and, 
you know, obviously you add Zion in the mix and these guys actually get some more games, like a full season together. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be very scary, but you know, it, it was a lot of inconsistency and I'm surprised that they were even in that position. You know, they won some games down the line late. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really upset with it, but I know, uh, Alvin Gentry is a nice guy, but he's on the hot seat mm-hmm. and I'm not sure what coach would be nice to bring him in and, and take over that team. But I, I hope that, Coach Gentry gets another chance. He gets a hard, he gets a hard, uh, a hard, a hard time for, uh, you know, pretty much managing Zion's minutes, but it's not his call. Yeah, that's what that's. What I don't think people understand either, man. This is a man. This is a five person decided this. We they sat in the room and said, "This is what we're doing." Uh, right. Wells, you were shaking your head, man. You disagree? He should have yeah, played three minutes. I guess I only I only disagree because they were off for four months. So if, yeah. if he wasn't right, and this is the thing, it's four months, and then the week before they head to the bubble, it's the Bane propaganda photo. So in my head, I'm like, Zion looks amazing, and I can't wait to see him play. And then he's on six minute burst, and you're like, all right, so. Yeah. You know, we were saying in the chat, like, just shut him down. Just if that's not what yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. don't want to play, then just shut it down. Because at the end of the day, in my belief, this play-in was because they wanted to get some Zion in the playoffs, right? Oh, yeah. And so it went from that to they're probably not going to make it by game four. And now, but, you know, it's fine. It worked out. We're going to get an amazing play-in you know, possibly between, uh, I don't know, if Portland loses tonight, it all kind of goes in the air. But yeah. still, you know, I, I think that, at, you know, he's 20 years old. If he had four months off, if something's wrong, then he probably shouldn't have been playing in the first place, um, you know, to manage his minutes like that. If they had – if this was going down the stretch and there was no stoppage, then, yeah, I could see because he was playing some heavy minutes. But you babied him all the way until January, and then he balled out every time he played. Yeah, and then you're saying, okay, we got to put him on the minutes restriction. So, um, sure was saying, yeah, his stats every time we played was insane. It'd be like 11 points, 10 minutes, like 18 points, 14 minutes. His like, ER is crazy, crazy. But he has to play, and so you know, hopefully, you know, with this turnaround, trying to, you know, if they're going to start back in December, hopefully yeah. that's you know mapped out by then. And like Trey was saying, hopefully Gentry gets another chance to to really coach them in a full season. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. Inspiring people in a bubble. Hmm. Not this season. Come on. Um, we've seen, you know, some rise of players of names that we weren't expecting. Um, Q TJ Warren. What are our thoughts on TJ and then the infamous, you know, little battle of him and, and Jimmy <laughs> Butler? <laughs> was a, uh, MJ with the braids. Yep. <laughs> yeah. MJ with the braids before Jimmy Butler showed up. Like we were hyped. <laughs> it was funny last night. I said, how is this game not on national TV? I thought the same thing. They had to calm me down and was like, nah, if you're not into really into the NBA, you would have no idea that this is, you know, this is a thing. And for the most part, it wasn't because, you know, TJ was shook um, when Jimmy, because Jimmy wasn't, wasn't taking no shit when he got out there. He was just like, nah, we're going to yeah. lock you up and you're going to have to score. And he's, and it's, he's just backing up what he said. Um, so I think that's dead. I don't think that the game now, I think they play again on Thursday or Friday. It's not going to be, it doesn't, won't be a thing. Yeah. Not a thing anymore. His nah. comments were hysterical. Yeah, um, I disagree. Hey, oh. all right. Oh, let's hear your take. For one, TJ Warren's not a slouch. <laughs> Never been a slouch. Always been a bucket. That just he played in Phoenix, 
ain't get no national coverage. Same thing. That's why people are tripping off this whole Bubble Boys thing. I'm in Phoenix, by the way, so that's why I'm like not a Suns fan, but I've been covering them pretty closely. So, um, but I, I don't really, I don't really think this was a big deal. Um, this is going to be a potential playoff matchup, and now we have to open our eyes. It wasn't, it wasn't a must win. I think that the fans mm-hmm. really hyped this up just because of the altercation. You know, yeah. what I mean, but it's 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 better to play the long game than actually going to one-on-one basketball. And that's that's how the Pacers roll. You know what I mean? Obviously, it wasn't T.J. Warren's night in well while being guarded by Jimmy Butler. And it, and, it's, and it's a pat on the back for him. But I don't expect him to back down in the playoff series. I think he'll have a better performance. Let's uh, let's stick with the Suns. What the hell is going on? 6-0. and Devin oh, Booker is, is, is seven 7-0. Yeah, out of his one more game and they and they run the table. Well, but, uh, I, tell tell me why this is happening. Nothing to lose. Oh no, no not that. They got a lot to lose. <laughs> no, I know, but, no, no, but I'm saying but like. I was gonna say. I was say. Well, hey, they got a lot to lose. It's the thing. The thing is, is that these guys finally have their outside. They have their bought in, mm-hmm. and and guys are really trusting Monty and are really focused and feel something special that they get to play for something. Even though Aiden almost you know had a hiccup with doing a pod, pod with Woj and uh, missing his COVID test. But um, overall, man, they just locked in. Devin, Devin Booker has had four 35-point games. Um, so, you know, he's just in a different zone. And guys are just starting to feel it, you know what I mean? And and and, and their, their glue guys are really stepping up. You got Mikel Bridges, uh, who's up for the Dan Marley Award. And you got Javon Carter and Campaign, who I never thought I would be speaking about right now. Mm-hmm. Applying so much pressure on the ball handlers that's making life you know, much easier. And then everybody, Frank Kaminsky had a good game today. Like you can go down the line. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Suns fan, but I've been covering them closely and I know, you know, I'm not, I have zero, I'm not in shock that book is doing this, you know, like he's, he's been bought, he's bought in and you know, the the all-star wasn't a fluke and he continued to play with that confidence. Like he said, every night be legendary as Kobe told him. And he's playing with, he's playing with Kobe with him every night. He says Kobe's with him every night. So he's just kind of – his confidence is high. He trusts his teammates. And they've been getting after it. And, and ironically, like, teams have been just, you know, banged up. Each team that they matched up has kind of worked in their favor. But that doesn't mean it's a gimme game because they can play down to the level and trick it off. Yeah. Yeah, what I was saying, like, they didn't have anything to lose more in the sense of nobody was counting on them. Their margin of error was, like, a game or two games max, right? So if they were to go six and two – or you know four and four people have been like oh you know they showed up it's fine the 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 part that sucks is that with how these seedings are they could run the table and still not make it into the Mm play-in so it's it's kind of the cruel part of like damn if we would have got a one game more during the season but i think it's something to look forward to for the next season right this type of energy that they're playing with can carry over you know, and, you know, the confidence that guys have of, like, we've literally gone out and beat – and they didn't have an easy schedule either. No. So, sure, things have broken their way with, you know, guys resting or injuries and things like that, but you still got to win the game. So, you know, they've been playing their asses off, and I hope that they can get in. I would love to see them in Portland. That would be amazing. I would love that, yeah. I think I like that they're all down there together. I was listening to DeAndre Ayton on the Woj pod today, and it's like I think there's a confidence, too, with – the teams being down there and like isolated and more together, like oh, yeah. it, it's adding to that chemistry that 
not saying that you wouldn't have it in the regular season, but I just think it's different, especially after having the time off that they had. It's exciting to see the momentum that some of these other teams that you said, you know, we wouldn't be expecting. Um, But for you, Wells, you know, Mm -hmm. a team that we all talk about a lot, like are the Lakers, are we worried about the Lakers yet? You know, offense has been a little bit shaky. Um, What what are our thoughts? I'm not worried as a fan. Um, I think last night was a, was a good example of what they can do. Um, Mm -hmm. Have they flipped the switch possibly? Um, You know, I, and, when LeBron and AD are dialed in, like it's tough to beat them. And and then more in the sense of, I don't know if there's a team that it's going to be tough to beat them four times in seven games. is going to be tough with no, uh, you know, no home court advantage on either side. But, you know, I, I like last night was perfect. Last night was LeBron had a great game. AD had a great game. Kuz had a great game. So if those three have a, you know, a, a good game, most of the time they're going to win, right? You don't win 50 games on a fluke. So, I'm not worried. Um, you know, matchups, definitely. If they play Portland, of course, they don't have an answer for Dame at mm-hmm. all, um, who's got 50 tonight again. Um, you know, so it's like, of course, that, you know, anybody can be upset, but I'm not worried. I think that, uh, you know, I think playoff LeBron is playoff LeBron, so I'm, I'm going to kind of just ride on that. Yeah. Until he proves, until he proves otherwise, right? Yeah. Can't bet against that, dude. Yeah, I mean, last time – yeah, he's been in the finals outside of last year, for the last yeah. like ten years. So you know, until I see something different, then I'm just gonna roll with that. That's fair. Yeah. Trevor, what do you think? <laughs> like I'm, I have no comments. No, no, no. This game right now is crazy. I don't have nothing nice to say. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not a Laker hater or anything, but I'm. I mean, I think it's wide open for anybody to win it. I That's agree. what I'm saying. I. I ain't going to just say it's in the bag because they look hella slow. They ain't looking like, you know, we had P.J. Dozier dicing the Lakers up. You know what I mean? And he, he was one free throw away from that cool, you know, that nice ATO that uh, Vogel drew, drew up. Yeah. Um, outside of that, like, I mean, you know, LeBron said, and I had a legs, again, very, 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 very talented, one of the league's best ever. Shouts to LeBron, got 80. They wake it up, but don't, don't be – don't be surprised if they get punched in the mouth being too cool, too. So that's, yeah. that's my thing. I, I think the West is very competitive this year. Um, whoever's going to see OKC is going to have a dog fight. Whoever's going to see the Mavs is going to have a dog fight. So it's going to be matchups because guys are, you know, tired. Guys are putting in work. Guys are very hungry. Different guys are trying to make a name for themselves. So, again, I don't think it's a cakewalk. Um, but I do still see them as a favorites to go. Um, if they don't slack off, you know, but obviously right now they need Kuz to be a third man. His confidence is really high, so that's a good thing for the nation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I feel nothing. I covered the Milwaukee Bucks this entire season, um, and I called uh, Milwaukee uh, Los Angeles Clippers in the finals, and that the Bucks will win it all. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm okay with being wrong because this is not a game of – you know, being Negro Domus and guessing, right. guessing the right thing. I'm just, I'm just watching. From, from, from That's a, not a bad prediction, though. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I mean, like I yeah. said, I like, I like the little banter that you know Wells has with Clipper fans and vice versa. So I get a, I get a kick out of that. I don't, I don't have a team anymore. I used to be a Chicago Bulls fan back in the day, um, but.
but at this particular moment, you know, hey, uh, <laughs> the second half is about to start. The second half is about to start. No, we're about to wrap up, dude. It's all color people time. The last two questions are for you, though, because this game is, is tight, so we got to. Yeah, yeah, okay. We gotta get to it. Drew, best, last two, best of the bubble. Who's had the best bubble fits so far? Fits? Yeah. Oh, man, PJ. PJ always does. Oh, you know what? Ah, oh, man, I think the best one for me, I'm just gonna say Bron, the way he came out. Um, but Mike Lowry joint. Orlando Vice Bron. That's how I'm putting up to the rooftop this weekend. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's it. Man, I got no chest hair, everything you know. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. LeBron fit was great because, I, for one, as somebody over it. 35, I was like, that's that's goals. You know, you like, that's, that's, that's the goal right there. Yeah, yeah. After 35, like, you're just like, nah, button that all the way up. You know, <laughs> yeah. no. Mike Lowry out here. Yeah. That was great. That's my that's my best fit of the bubble. Field. I loved, no, I loved Kawhi's fit where all the memes were like, how you walk to like the ice machine at your hotel and like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, I'm at, like, that was just, that's like the energy that I've been on. Like this whole time people were like, are you dressing nice for your hey, Zoom I'm call? Down here. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah I'm that's the one I love. I'm downstairs, but. <laughs> I'm downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go to my Crocs real quick and go open the door for you one time. Yeah, yep. that's the fit, that's the fit. All right, Drew, who do you think would most likely to be the bubble snitch? Ooh. Um, man, honestly, I don't know. I think a lot of people, you know, I feel bad, but a lot of people try to label Chris Paul as the guy. And I just, I don't, I just don't see it. Tell you the truth. They wanted to use like one on-court incident. I don't see it. Um, I don't know to tell you the truth. That's a tough question. I, I would probably just say it's like some random Disney employee who's like thirsty. <laughs> or like, just like, you know, just. Hey, hey, Woj, like, yeah. or you see Woj, like, hey, Woj, get, guess what? You know, so, but NBA player-wise, I I couldn't so, tell you. It's what. definitely an employee you. who's down there, and they're, yeah. they're, they're in Orlando, like, in the humidity, like, oh, dealing yeah. with that. I'm like, it's definitely a disgruntled employee or somebody. So, sure. well, thanks, Drew, for popping back up to yeah. close us out. Like, we there couldn't have go. done this without you. Like, about <laughs> yeah, to start. appreciate you guys. Yes. For no, sure. this uh, this was awesome. Um, thank you guys for doing this and giving us all content. And um, just the update to those who are here for the huddle. I think we're going to, Paul and I have been talking about just switching to full on podcast mode because, you know, getting on Zoom, we're all on Zoom fatigue. But um, this is something we definitely want to keep going. We love it. Um, to talk about hoops at a time where there wasn't hoops has been you know, a blessing to us. So we'll send you guys more info. Um, also, we are on the merch train too. Um, so we'll be sending out um, hoodies and t-shirts that we have. And we're also going to be donating proceeds to cool. um, social justice related causes. So we will email that out. Um, yeah, Texas. Make sure you just pop those. What? Texas, your sizes and address. Yeah, we will hook up, hook up all of the people who have joined us um, but thank you to everybody who has been making the huddle continue. Um, we're excited to take this to podcast form and see what comes of it. And we're so excited to get to this Dallas and Portland game right yes. now. So, <laughs> um, game time. It's game everyone. time. You're the best. Hey, drink your water. And Trey, we'll talk about cereal offline. I got to do it right now. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Uh, you guys take Later. care.